Alrighty, hello, hello. It's hey. nice to hang out with you, Elena, and talk to you about what you're grateful for today. Um, just want to start and have you introduce yourself. And cool. Likewise, it's a pleasure to be here. My name is Elena Crockett. I'm 21 years old, and I aspire to be an artist in however many capacities that means. So whether it's filmmaking, okay. whether it is any aspect of media making, um, production, um, poetry, performance art. Um, writing. I just love art. Like, I love walking in museums and just, like, absorbing myself in different uh, installations, different art. So I just want to be an artist. Um, my religious affiliation is I am a Christian. And one of my favorite quotes, I think it's by C.S. Lewis. He says, I believe in the sun, not because I can see it, but I can see it on everything else. Oh, nice. And that's a paraphrase, but I, that's my uh, religion. Um, I'm from the United States. And I am of the African diaspora, so although I was born in America, like I have a deep emotional and physical connection to um, West Africa, and I actually want to move there someday. Okay. Um, I'm female, and as far as politics, I would say I'm independent. Kind of depends on uh, what the candidate's going for. Yeah, I definitely can understand yeah. that with like everything that's going on <laughs> in today's now. society. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely can understand that. Well, thank you, thank you for just giving us a little intro. Um, so the first question we're going to go straight into it is just going to be, uh, tell me about your life leading up to your current state in life right now. Cool. Well, um, I was born by the river. No. I was born in New York City, actually. Shout out to New Yorkers. NYC. NYC all day. Um, so I was born in New York City. I am the only girl. Um, my dad has an oldest son by his first marriage and then by the second marriage to my mom he has two other sons and then it's me I'm smack dab in the middle <laughs> so growing up I could have been a tomboy but I wasn't I my mom got me all of the Barbies all of the girl stuff that I wanted growing up all the perceived girl things I guess mm -hmm. I should say but I also would appreciate video games. Like, my older brother would be playing video games, and, like, I would try to play too, but he wouldn't let me, so I would just watch. <laughs> or maybe he'd give me the uh, controller that wasn't plugged in. Yeah. Whatever. Oh. But I, So I kind of grew up kind of in both worlds. But I would always gravitate towards having a deep, best friendship with a girl from school. So I'd always just kind of, like, project what I would want in a sister to my best friend or at the time. Um, we also traveled a lot. My... Dad is from Arkansas, my mom is from Ohio, so for the summer or for holiday breaks, we would always drive down, and I just remember sitting in the back seat, we would have music playing, and I would just watch um, the, the signs, and I, I would watch like the state signs and all the different things that would um, signal the transition from moving from state to state, and I, I just loved it. I, just, I loved the feeling of traveling. Mm -hmm. um, it's just very, I had this very... Um, specific memories of like certain songs that take me back or certain mm -hmm. smells or certain feelings that like I would attribute to traveling especially down south and my family down south is huge my grandmother had I think 17 kids oh, oh so okay so I probably have about a thousand cousins so whenever <laughs> I would go down to the down south I'm meeting a new person um, basically with my family um shout out to my family um, <laughs> but yeah so I think traveling was a big part of me, and I remember my dad had a subscription to the National Geographic magazine, and every Saturday, like, he would have my brother and I read it. So I would flip through the pictures, and I would just fall in love with these pictures of these different people from different cultures or animals from different places, mm -hmm. and I just loved how the people from that magazine, like, captured, like, the essence of being human from whatever mm -hmm. country, and I loved it. 
And I think that's kind of where the desire of photojournalism slash journalism came in because I realized, oh my gosh, I'm growing up in a city, New York City, and I'm reading about this little girl named Lique from Ethiopia. And I, I, just, I just love just what combined or what connected us as humans. So traveling was important because when I was growing up, like my parents, they really believed in the power of travel. So mm -hmm. through a Girl Scouts, I um, went to Mexico, I went what? to parts of Europe, yeah, and also on the side, like we would travel um, all throughout the country. And then I studied abroad and I spent time in, in London for like four months, which was an amazing trip that changed my life completely. And I think a lot of the things I learned in London kind of shaped who I am today. So it was a really good experience for me. I think even after I graduate, like I'm probably gonna still travel and see the world because I just don't believe in staying in one spot for too long. Mm -hmm. And I think even career-wise, like it's probably why I'm reluctant to say I'm one thing. I say art because that's an umbrella term for a lot of things. Yeah. And I don't want to just kind of pigeonhole myself into being this one thing or living in this one place or mm. speaking this way or speaking this language, you know? So I really just want to be all types of things because I think life is an experience of just being different people and learning bits of yourself on the way. Cool. Thanks for sharing that. No it's problem. just so cool to see how, like, all the way back into your childhood, how deep that, not only is it a family connection for you, but how your family ties into travel and um, yeah. how travel has impacted who you are now and, like, yeah. who you want to be. And you're like, look, I don't want this to stop just because I'm graduating. Like, I want this to keep going. True, yeah. Awesome. So based off of some of these things you're sharing, just about how important these experiences that you're making, uh, connecting to different cultures, being able to see the world in different perspectives, mm -hmm. um, how would you, how have you managed to stay grateful? Mm, I think gratitude comes from perspective. I think wherever you are in life, you have something. And for me, it took me a while to be grateful because I was a teenager. I was kind of like, oh, whatever. The, the world owes me something. I was really <laughs> rude to my parents, actually. Um, but then now as a young adult, I'm actually realizing my parents sacrificed so much. I think I truly understood um, the unconditional love that my parents had for me at about 17 or 18, which is pretty late in the game if you think about it. But I remember just thinking my parents did so much to get me into university. Whether it was just the, the time they took when I was little, we would go over homework together, the talks that we'd have, whatever the case was, like obviously the financial aspect too, they did so much for me. Mm. and. I, I came into college with this gratitude of, oh my gosh, I don't deserve to be here when my parents sacrificed so much. And mm. I really appreciate that because I think it's really, like I do think education is very important and I do think that we're very privileged to be in a place where we can go to this institution and have ambition and have dreams and see that to fruition. So I, I don't take that lightly. I know that it's not the case for the rest of the world, every single country, especially for women, especially women of color. Mm. But I am grateful for that. I'm also grateful for my family, grateful for my mother, my father, my brothers, grateful for my grandmother. I'm grateful for little things like um, if I wake up in the morning and it's like my favorite kind of weather, which is like a rainy morning, because it reminds me of London, mm. <laughs> but like rainy overcast mornings are my favorite. And I'm yeah. so grateful. And I'm like, God, this is beautiful, you know? <laughs> um, but yeah, back to perspective. I think looking at what you have and looking at all the things that have been given to you, whether it was like physically things or just lessons that you've learned, it helps you become grateful because you realize that not everyone has what you have. Mm. You know? And I think we live in a culture where we're very self-absorbed and we're very connected, whether it's Facebook or, or MySpace, like, you know, my 
my me I'm so important that like you need to come to my wall you need to come to my website you need to check me out kind of thing and it, it loses that humility of you know you know what I'm just existing just like you are um, and I may not have a lot and I may take pictures of me at a party holding up this cup and trying to act like you know I'm this cool popular person but the reality is we're all people mm-hmm. um, and we all have that same experience of wanting to belong somewhere mm-hmm. and even in that experience like there are things that you have whether it's family or it's friends, friendship, whatever the case is, there are things that are given to us and you know, we don't want to take it lightly and we won't have it forever. Mm. Yeah. So kind of like this appreciation of what we've been given, whether that be the things closest to us, like our families or yeah. people that are, are valuable to us, it's yeah. just or the experiences, like you said, the mornings where you wake up and you're like, man, this is my favorite kind of morning, just to yeah. set the day right, which is actually pretty interesting. It's the first time I've heard someone like, I like overcast rainy I love mornings. Overcast rainy mornings, especially <laughs> like, now with an umbrella, but you know my dog's cool. <laughs> like that's cool too, yeah. and just really like you said, like having a perspective. Mm-hmm. How important is that to just really say, wow, I could kind of go into this day having one mentality but let me have a a perspective of gratitude despite what is presented because someone else may not have the same opportunity. Yeah, I agree. Got you. Okay, cool. Um, So yeah, you gave a lot of great examples of of your life currently that you're grateful for and how those things have helped you stay grateful. But are there any examples in your life that you can list um, that you're grateful for despite your past? Hmm. I I keep saying family. Because family is so unique to each person that, you know, I think family like is, is constructed of people who know us and know the good and the bad, and we know the good and the bad about them as well. And so for me, I don't have the best relationship with all of my siblings. Um, and a lot of that is just because, you know, you grow up and you just become different people. That's totally cool. But despite the sort of... I don't want to say estrangement, but just the lack of communication that I have with an older sibling. Like, I'm so grateful for him because he's, like, my brother. He's mine. So, mm-hmm. I think despite that, because we grew up, and I, I compare it a lot to, I don't know if you're familiar with To Kill a Mockingbird, Scott. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they grew up, they were really close, but then as they got older, they kind of drifted apart. I'm also grateful for um, just being a black woman in America, you know, <laughs> because that that's a mouthful right there. Um, mm-hmm. I think... Coming to college, I, I had a very like Eurocentric upbringing, as most people do, as far as like school and learning about history. But my parents were very, they were very conscious and self-aware. So they would teach us about, yeah, you know, this is who you are. You need to love yourself. My mom never bought white Barbies. Maybe she bought one because it was the Little Mermaid. So and I was upset because I'm like, mom, I want more Barbies that aren't this. But she's like, no, I want you to have toys that represent you. And we would go through these book catalogs, and it was like the book fair, and she would pick out the African-American books. And I'm like, Mom, let me just get this Judy Bloom book like everyone else. She's like, no, I want you to get this. And at the time, I was like, oh, whatever. But I realized that she was teaching me something really important. Mm-hmm. She was teaching me, like, uh, t- to be self-aware, but, t- but to understand yourself. And so I'm grateful to be a black woman in America because there is so much history there. Mm-hmm. There is so much oppression. There is so much underrepresentation. There's so many things, yet... You see women who look like me um, rise in different industries. You see like women who look like me um, in media, whether it's Shonda Rhimes or it's Issa Rae, who I love, or it's Ava DuVernay. Like you see these women create these stories, and I'm so grateful because mm-hmm. I think to create these stories and to strike out in this way is a reflection of um, 
them having to, like, to have these spaces, to fight for these spaces. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for who I am and the women who've come before me and the men who've come before me to, to create a space for me to go to college and to dream to be anything I want to be and not have feel, feel limited because of my gender or my race. Mm-hmm. And I'm also really grateful for, hmm, I think teachers like I've had some pretty mean teachers um, <laughs> like you know in elementary school teachers who like are mean and are great unfairly whatever because I taught me to work hard you know so give respect thankful for all of that stuff you know all the stuff that you do and even in high school and you know you're in that process of trying to find yourself and try to fit in you know? about it <laughs> no I know I had very very cool friends and very very cool people but I don't think I was cool myself but that's okay because I just didn't really want to be cool. I just wanted to be with people who understood me. And I'm grateful for that process because I think it's very it's very clicky, middle school and high school. And I went to middle school, I went to like a predominantly white um, middle school. So I totally felt like the thumb on the on the hand. Maybe not even the hand. Maybe I wasn't on the hand at all. I felt like I was sticking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the high school, it was more diverse, which was great. And um, I'm just grateful for those situations because it helped me kind of find myself and find people who I really wanted to be with. And the mm-hmm. friends that I made in high school are friends who I still talk to to this day. You know, so it's the friendships that I've made that I went out to find are the ones that mean the most because they're still there. So I'm just grateful that I was in situations where like I had to be uncomfortable because then I could find people who would help me mm-hmm. get to where I wanted to be. And I and I helped them. So it's beautiful. Grateful for all of it. Man, thank you so much. It's so cool to see the examples. Like, wow, like a little bit of everything from family, like you said. And I think not to even knock family, I think family makes such an impression on our lives. And it's like, or even like you said, to now, like going through stages of life that are awkward. High school and middle school with hard teachers. Like that's real stuff, you know, that we all go through. And it's being able to have that mentality of, man, I'm still grateful. (laughs) Like despite that awkwardness, um it's taught you in so many different ways and helped you become this awesome woman that you are now mm-hmm. um, definitely a great friend of mine and, and I definitely appreciate you sharing what you're grateful for no so. problem. I think it's a great, great time to just reflect on what to be grateful for so I'm so thankful for you I'm thankful <laughs> for you and your ideas and yeah well, thanks so much <laughs> Melina well I am gonna close out this interview but thanks again and um, I appreciate your time